the one I'm bringing tonight, it's blatantly obvious she's a hooker. Like, I don't understand why she's bringing some dude that doesn't know she's bringing a dude. Yeah, I don't like that. I know. know. Are there people who you can look at them and say that's blatantly a hooker? Yeah, and these two coming tonight have that look. Good, but they're gorgeous. Live from Reno, Nevada. I got uh, Greg Hahn. I got Drake Nelson. Hi. You're not going to say hi, Greg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said I didn't have to talk. <laughs> no, I'm all into it. He brought his chair and everything. Yeah. We have been in Reno since Tuesday. 2012. Living the life, that buffet life. Yeah. Living that, um, that, that half full showroom life. Yeah. <laughs> at what at what point did you get worn down this week? Uh, Wednesday. Okay, I didn't get worn down. <laughs> I didn't get worn down until Saturday this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. No, I, it's I, a good week. But I hit the wall. You know that day where you walk into the show and you go, I don't know if I can do this tonight. Uh huh. That happened to me on Saturday. Saturday. Yesterday. What did I say to you before I went on stage that one night? Remember, I was saying like, I can't imagine. Yeah, what I'm about to do. I can't imagine. Can't imagine. I'm about to go up there. (laughs) That's right. right. I can't believe I'm about to go in that zone (laughs) that's 40 feet away from us right now. Yeah. And just entertain the nice people. It's been fine, though. We've done well. I have good shows. Professionals. Drake, you never hit the wall, did you? No, I've I've grew up in this town. Like I, it's been shitty since I was a kid. So right, you know what I mean. But you can breathe, man. We're five thousand feet. Yeah, I'm used That's to that. That's another thing. Greg's There's having no air. Greg's having a hard time breathing this week. Yeah. But back to Drake. It's more exciting. <laughs> We're gonna talk about one thing. Yeah. Because you can help the young listeners. Yeah, yeah. You're having a better week this week than you were last year, right? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to talk about that. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. All right, back to Drake. You know, I never, yeah, I used to hear people come here and complain about the elevation in the air, and I just, I never, you know. It's fine. Nothing bothers you, though. You're the Drake man. Nothing really bothers Yeah, we can talk about anything with you, right? Oh, you pretty much. Yeah, so what do you got coming tonight to the show? Take over, full charge. Yeah. <laughs> no, interview this guy. I don't, I don't need to hog it. Got the, we're just having I don't know. talk. Uh, well, well, who do you have coming to the show tonight? I have a couple friends of mine, a couple female friends of mine that are uh, working girls. Right. Prostitution is legal here in uh, Nevada. And uh, my former job before I uh, committed to uh, trying to be a comedian was doing video production at the Bunny Ranch. So and I have so, a couple of former co-workers coming down tonight. What's video production? Video production. You're filming people in their rooms and like no, saying, no, this no, could no, be you. Yeah. No, I was doing, like, profile videos and shit. Uh-huh. Of so, each girl? Of each girl. So, mm-hmm. especially, like, the new ones. They'd come in, and I would film them and, uh, you know, make little videos, little advertisements, little commercials. You know, hi, I'm Candy. I'm from Texas, and I can take two dicks in the ass at the same time. Really? Not what that they say? could, but that was a fairly common thing, I guess. So, how do you, how do you get into this? You end up at the Bunny Ranch. This, 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 what do they call that? A ranch. Bordello. Brothel, yeah. Ranch, a brothel. brothel, yeah. Bordello. 
this is the one that was on HBO. Yeah, they had a show HBO years ago called Cat House, and it's still running uh, on uh, reruns and stuff. Right. And so, how do you end up there? You go to school for video yeah, production? Yeah, I got a little degree a couple years ago in video production. And uh, I got in there because of stand-up. Like, uh-huh. uh, do you guys know who Richard Hunter is? I don't. Do you, Greg? I don't know him. I'll fast forward a little bit. Uh, when Lamar Odom got... He, he kind of right. OD'd at the, the Love Ranch down oh, south. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Richard Hunter's the guy that found him and uh, and pretty much saved his life. Okay. He's also a comedian. Yeah. And uh, I knew him from uh, the comedy scene here in Reno. We knew each other for years, and he never really told me what he did. And then uh, they do like uh, like podcasting and web shows at the Bunny Ranch. And you know videos and stuff for their YouTube channel. And I was looking at the work, you know, and uh, it was good, but I was like, Richard, I can make this stuff look a lot better, you know? Yeah. So I made Dennis Hoff a little, like, audition tape, uh-huh. and he loved it, you know? So, yeah. Uh, a couple weeks later, I just had a little office and stuff and was kind of given a free reign to build their Facebook and YouTube channels and had access to all the Twitter accounts and all this stuff. Yeah, so how often do you have to, like, because you just, you make profiles for girls. Yeah. Do you add to the profile all the time, or is it just when they're new? Pretty much when they're new, but some of the older uh, workers there, too, that didn't have videos, like, uh-huh. I would do that, too. It was all just kind of scheduling, and you know. And so, like, how many years did you work there? Two years. And so you're part of this whole brothel scene. Oh, yeah. For yeah. life, pretty much. Like, yeah. I mean, I always, I grew up here, was always aware of the brothels and stuff, and I always had this misconception that they were all drug addicts and uh, you know they got daddy issues and whatnot. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but they could just make a lot of money though. Also, yeah, are you, they're are you, basically salespeople. Are you I mean, sure have you that, tried making a living in this world? Are you sure that's a misconception? It's a total misconception. Okay. You know, but uh, <laughs> you got to you got to go out there and, and live it. You know. What I mean? Yeah. So I don't know. I've not been there. So no. <laughs> so there is drug use or not drug use? No, there's no like. Bit? I mean, maybe outside of the houses and stuff. Yeah. But there's a bar right at the uh, the brothel, right? Yeah, yeah. You can drink there and stuff. You got to drink. They don't even uh, smoke pot on premises yet. Right. You know, they're still kind of old school when it comes to that yeah. stuff. And uh, uh, that was part of the thing that happened with Lamar Odom is he has a history of you know drug use and stuff. So. When he was making his appointment, to, you know, because he was, was going to be there for like two weeks or something, and they told him like, "Hey, man, we can't have any, you know, drugs in here." Uh-huh. Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, no problem," and snuck him in anyway, and uh-huh. that's when all that stuff happened. But yeah, they're very like against drugs and stuff. I can't you know? believe the people on the TV show. Were you there whenever whenever no, the TV that cameras was were like there? Early two thousand. I can't believe the Johns would like let themselves be on the show. Well, think about it. Like, they were probably getting free pussy. Oh. Like, hey, we'll let you party for free. Yeah. That's what they call it, party. Buddy. Party. You know? Yeah. Uh, I gotta go to one of those parties. Let us film the interaction. You know yeah. what I mean? And $3,000 party, you know, you never know how much they were, they were saving. Right. You know, it's not a, a cheap thing to go out there, you know. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> you know that? No, I never I really know that. I should have kidnapped you guys out there sometime this week. Yeah, we got the invite late one night, yeah, right? Yeah, they were trying to get You out. got the, la- the invite. Yeah. So they invite time. you out there just as... They invite him out there as his friend, as friends. Just to hang out. Just, they just want him out there yeah. as a celebrity. But, you know, who knows where the party's going to go. That's true. Drake says it's not going to go anywhere unless he has $500. Right? Why didn't... 
Well, I can't quote prices. Oh, God damn it. Well, I'll tell you what, I got a bunch of meal vouchers I mean, that's in my a, pocket. Right, see, that, that's worth quite a That'll bit. That'll get the titties out. I like to eat. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, bring your wallets if you're coming out there. Yeah, no, I can't afford it. Yeah, it's... it's. it's I've never crazy. treated myself to a whore. Me neither. <laughs> I've always wanted to. I'm Greg? Treat- no. <laughs> <laughs> I still think, all right, you don't think they're doing like a like little crystal meth before they go to the house? No. Just a little bit. Really? Is that right? Yeah. yeah. A little something? Because I've seen some of these girls, they look a little rough in the face. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah they do. Like there's, maybe at one point there was a tough time. Yeah, but you've never been to the brothel. Oh, yeah. I've not been to the brothel. So I'm speaking out of line. Okay. But, I, mean, I should that, not disrespect the who's. Isn't it like that with every industry? You know what I mean? Like. There's every, um, like every car dealership. Every uh, you said there's a drug problem in society. Yeah, yes. yeah, you got a good point. Yeah, and we know some comics who have had drug problems. That's Definitely, that's true. That's I knew right. uh, I knew one girl that worked there that was, she was a lawyer. Like she was a lawyer in the Bay Area and just came out to have fun. She was bored in her life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew one girl with uh, four college degrees. One of them in Chinese translation. This girl's a genius. Legit nymphomaniac, but uh, so showed up at one of these houses. Yeah, she was working there a couple of years. Oh, working there, working so she can negotiate with the Asian businessmen very well too, and talk dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, she actually filmed a commercial uh, in Chinese. Oh yeah, American girl, but like, and she was basically you know threw it on YouTube like trying to entice Chinese yeah. businessmen to come out. Does anyone like being a lawyer? Seems like everyone's always right? trying to get out of law school. <laughs> Get out of being a lawyer. <laughs> That's funny. So, man, I've met like, like Lyft drivers that are lawyers too. You yeah, know? they you can't take it. Yeah, yeah. Like I gotta do something. There else. is the consequences are really high for a lot of them. If I you fuck think. up, somebody goes to jail. Yeah, a lot of money. Exchange. And it is kind of corrupt. Like there's a whole barter system with people's lives, right? Yeah. Like yeah, I think he, I think he might be innocent, but I can get him down to fifteen yeah, years yeah, instead yeah. of life. Mm-hmm. Or he's like that, totally be, guilty, but you don't have enough evidence. So. Right, that could be tough to live with. I yeah, guess. I couldn't imagine. They have no problem living with that. No, no. right? Don't be, you think? I think if the, the defense attorneys, I think if they continue to do it, they better not have a problem with that because mm-hmm. that's the game. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I certainly, if I ever get in trouble, I don't want a lawyer with a conscience. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Of course, right? <laughs> I want a snake. You want that dirty scrap? I want a snake. Ballroom yeah. fighting son of a bitch. Oh yeah. I want everybody like, yeah, hey, this is my lawyer, and the other, right. I want to shake his hand because he's such a dirtbag. Now back to who? So, so are there <laughs> are there are there boring days at the Bunny Ranch? Uh, oh yeah, like good like oh, slow yeah. days at work where nobody comes you, around and you get keep, sick of uh, each other and stuff. Not to keep going back to the Lamar Odom thing. No, let's do that. Uh, but, what was the, what was his problem? Cocaine? So I, I think it was cocaine. <laughs> All right, but uh, I like specifics. It was such a media frenzy. <laughs> yeah. It's such a media frenzy that people didn't want to show up to the houses because, you know, you go to have a party and right. then there's a CNN truck outside. Right. The satellites yeah. up, you know, they got cameras everywhere. You just want some innocent downtime with some horse. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. the news cameras get all in your face. Oh, oh yeah. So, you know, that was really uh, kind of detrimental to the business, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like they were getting a lot of press, which in that business, that's kind of what you want. You want press. Yeah. 
Uh, a lot of people don't know, like in, in the brothel industry in Nevada, they can't buy traditional advertising, so no commercials, no right. billboards, stuff like that. I guess that's why they wanted that HBO show. Yeah, yeah, so you got to go around. A lot of those laws are old Nevada, and mm-hmm. they don't really, you know, but you can have Twitter accounts, you can do Periscope. So, yeah, there YouTube. are strange laws, right? Like, you can't have it within city limits, right? right? So you can't, it's, it's a population thing, but it yeah. essentially means you can't have it in Reno Las, and Las Vegas. And can the federal government still rate it? That I don't know. Hmm. I know, like, Joe Conforti, who was the owner of the Mustang Ranch in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. How's Joe doing? (laughs) He's an interesting cat. He Uh, moved to, like, uh, South America, you know. Really? But I think the federal government did raid his business. Uh Uh-huh. But I don't ever know, like, what happened because it's back in, like, private hands. Were you there when Eric, the actor from the Howard Stern Show, came through? No. I don't Did you ever hear anyone talk about that? No, was that a... I might have it backwards. It who, might be another ranch. Who Who was it? Well, he used to be known as Eric the Midget. Right. But they changed his name to Eric the Actor out of respect. <laughs> okay. You know? Uh, uh, apparently he went through, did his time. Nice. Party. You know who I would run into all the time. I don't know if I was... I name was and name, one too. Of you guys, and he doesn't mind right. being talked about is uh, Bob Zamuda. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, I used to see him all the time. Who's he? Good friend of He's mine. Andy Kaufman's manager, right? Mm. Or is it the manager? Writing partner. And, and so an he old comedian. He would play Tony Clifton. Mm, okay. You right. know they'd swap that out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah kind of. Really interesting. A wrestler guy. or something? Yeah. Andy. He, uh, he, well, you really, like Andy Kaufman wrestled a little bit. Right, stuff, right. But uh, ladies. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And he was a producer of uh, Man on the Moon with Jim Carrey. And um, was uh, president of uh, Comic Relief, you know, those big oh, yeah? charity shit. What I want to know is, is you're a big dude. You ever had to run into a room and, like, strangle a guy? Like, do they use you as a bouncer as well? He's they got bouncers there, too. They, they got bouncers. They got guys with guns. Actually, there's no security. What? Yeah, there's no need. Huh? There's no need. They got cameras. You got to be buzzed in, right? Yeah, yeah. I think they should have security, but there's never any issues. And one thing that... And I've never even seen this happen, but if you, you know, if the if the cashiers or whatever had to ever had to hit the button, all the girls come out. Oh yeah, and with their shoes, and they'll just beat the shit out of somebody. You know, really? I mean? Yeah. But I've, you know, never two years, never had any problems. You know. So you guys have like fire drills and stuff like that, where <laughs> <laughs> they all run out in laundry and shit. That'd be funny. But uh, yeah, it was a wild time in my life. Somebody's got all a shotgun. The owner's got a shotgun or something. Somebody's yeah, back Dennis, there with a shotgun. Dennis is, he's old school Nevada. Yeah, yeah, he's Nevada. Yeah. yeah. You're running a whorehouse. A right. Wild West. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what he's got, but he's not a guy you want to fuck with. <laughs> no, <I wouldn't laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, all all phases of your life are wild phases. Right? Pretty much. You, you were a professional wrestler? Yeah, I started out in the wrestling business. I started out as a wrestler. I trained for a year. Uh-huh. You know, uh, in the gym a lot. I was benching heavy weight, you know. And right. There was a point, I was telling you guys the other night, there was a point where I was about 280 and just solid, though. You know, uh-huh. a good solid 280. And uh, I could do a moonsault off the top rope. That's a back. Hit it clean. Is yeah, that kind a of a backflip? Back you know, yeah. I was real athletic in my early 20s. And, uh, yeah, I bounced around uh, from, like, the age of 20 to 30, just Southern California and Northern California. Ten years? About ten years, mm. yeah. Wrestling. Wrestling. Well, I mean, I started out as a wrestler, and then I destroyed my ankle in a match yeah. Yeah. in Los Angeles. I don't know if you guys yeah, I see that. I see it. Big scar. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I got that wrestling, and I broke it, 
and dislocated it at the same time. And I was wrestling this douchebag who, <laughs> who didn't know what he was doing. It's real common yeah. in the industry. Is that right? Well, people aren't trained properly. Sure. So a lot of these guys will just show up to a show with their little rolly bag, and they'll say, hey, I'm a wrestler. You know, there's no really way to verify this shit. Right. Yeah. So uh, You mean they show up to a show, there's no rehearsal? No. Well, not really. You're trained, so you kind of talk about stuff in uh-huh. the ring. You know, you go over in the ring stuff. while you're fighting. Yeah, a lot of times it's right. just on the fly. You know, you you know improv tricks you do. You know, you get I didn't know it was improv. Yeah, yeah, you get a guy in a headlock. Right? Yeah, he yeah. knows what to do. And right? then you whisper something right. in his ear. Hey, get up, do this. Hit me with this. You know. Yeah. Uh, but backstage, he talked a good game. You know, we're gonna do this. We're gonna try this. We're gonna flip over. Whatever. Right. And we get in the ring. We go to lock up. And uh, I just immediately know, oh, shit, this guy's not trained at all. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Just tell. his fundamentals. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. right. So, so I call a simple move, tackle, drop down, tackle. It's a simple thing. Basically, he has me in a headlock, right? Yeah. I'm going to shoot him off me. He's yeah. going to hit the rope, yeah. come back. I'm in the middle of the ring. Gonna hit me with a shoulder. I'm right. gonna take this big bump. Yeah. Easiest thing you've ever seen. <laughs> right. You know right, what I mean? Right. So I shoot him off. And instead of giving me a little tap on the shoulder, yeah. he steps on my ankle, and I take the bump. But when that happened, my ankle just exploded. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he's like, oh, shit, what am I doing? And I'm like, pin me, asshole, the match is over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this fucking idiot's looking at me like, oh, my God, what do I do? You got three more seconds. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get up and beat Lay the on fuck top out of you, you know? Yeah. So, uh he, he pins me, and he rolls out, and then I was like, where's a camera? I need a camera. So then I cut a promo in the middle of the ring while my ankle's hanging off, you know? Uh-huh. Ambulance shows up. They threaten to cut my boot off. and Yeah. You know, I was, I was like, fighting the paramedics. But don't cut my boot, you man. Like don't boot? cut my boot. It's a $200 too cool, boot, right? you know? Yeah. Stupid wrestling shoe. Right. But uh, so that ended, like, the physical part. That's when you're, that's not when you're a 30. That That's was before when you I was were 26. Okay. He's got four years left. left. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so what so happened? I finished up my degree in video and then uh, started just shooting wrestling. Okay. And me and a buddy of mine would take like three or four cameras and just go to these independent shows every weekend for like two years and just chop it up. And we created wrestling television. So there was a point where we were on the air in three states, you know? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I started like consulting companies for wrestling television. So they told me, you know, what do we got to do to get on TV? All right, here's what you do. And I'd show them how to get the gear, where to set up, how to do commentary, how to lay it all together, and how to shoot promos backstage, right. all that stuff. Is there really a backyard wrestling scene? Oh, Is yeah. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And so, how does that work? The, the, the people, two opponents come over. So, like, one guy's backyard? Is that usually how it works? Essentially, but these guys, basically how that breaks down is they're just on the outside of the business. So they don't have a ring. They don't have proper training. They don't have professional-looking gear. It's just poor kids, essentially. You know right. what I mean? But they stick with, like, the format of, like, good guy versus bad uh-huh. guy. Mm-hmm. And, and they dress singles up match, stuff, right? They dress up. But they'll have like a singles match and a tag match, and there's usually some destruction of like most of the property, time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like a shed comes down, yeah. or like a picnic table uh, yeah. gets fucking. Yeah, <laughs> I saw a backyard show one time. They used a fishbowl. Yeah, like he smashed a fishbowl in this guy's head. There was blood everywhere. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that good. That's a good but video. A lot of like, uh, that's a good match. Oh, very. It was very entertaining. Did the guy like come shit. back who had the bloody head? Yeah, he might have died. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I never heard from him. Right, man. right. But uh, a lot of famous guys have started out as backyard wrestlers. Right. You know, like the the Hardy brothers. Uh-huh. They've been famous for. Are they doing stand up now? I, mean, I don't I know somebody about stand up. Well, there's been a couple. There's two big ass twin brothers. Are the Hardy brothers twins? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, they but... solve mysteries around the country? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At the match? Who broke this fishbowl on this guy's head? Right, right. Blood everywhere. We gotta get to the bottom of this. Yeah. Did you have, like, a big loud rap when you were a uh, wrestler? Did you have, like, yeah. lots of, like Dusty Rhodes? Uh, I'm from the school of Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Oh, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, so yeah. I, mean, I didn't have... What a man! Yeah. Steps on your face! <laughs> so, did you, yeah, did you ever... Was there ever situations where you had the mic... And you're like, I'm going to destroy so-and-so. That's going to be heaven dudes! Yeah. <laughs> Was there ever moments like that? Or were they, that that's just Nothing for TV. like memorable. That's gotcha. the thing is I never like wrestled in a program with somebody on TV, yeah. you know, but... Uh, but, if they put a, but if they give you a microphone and you have like lots to say? Well, in I could, theory, I would yeah, think you could yeah, talk. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it you all drink. had... It, it definitely. It all had something <laughs> to do with like, you know, uh, how does this... Interact with the story with this guy. Did you have a name? The Cannibal. The Cannibal. The Cannibal Drake Nelson. That's good. Awesome. And I was essentially, I don't know how big you guys are into wrestling, but a little bit. I was was trying to patent like my look. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Like Perry Saturn. Do you guys remember? I don't know Perry. He was uh, in WCW in the mid 90s and he was just covered in tattoos and stuff and a real interesting guy. And then, uh, you know, I used to, like, yeah, because I'm a bigger guy, I'm not, like, ripped up, so I used to copy, like, a lot of moves from, like, Mick Foley. Yeah. Did you ever see a lot of Mick Foley? I saw a guy. documentary called Beyond the Mat. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so that's mostly what I know, because he plays a couple different characters, right? Mankind. Yeah, yeah. And Dude himself. Love and... And yeah. he does stand-up now, too, right? Yeah. And I guess he's, he was trying traditional stand-up, and it wasn't really flowing, so now he just tells wrestling stuff. That's, all, that's what you do. That's what I'm yeah. doing. That's what you do. Oh, yeah, but the, the hardcore fans will show up, man. Yeah. You know? And I guess, I guess they're really entertaining. I'd be interested in seeing it. Oh, I'm yeah. not even that into wrestling. Well, that, or comedy. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of similarities between wrestling and comedy. Yeah. Too, like, stealing yeah. moves, stealing jokes. You got a body oh, slam oh. somebody. That too, you know. No matter what you do, yeah, you always got to fight somebody. When I heard that story, you guys know the story of uh, Carlos Mencia getting choked out by George Lopez backstage. What? No, I never heard that. I heard uh, Lopez. It's exaggerated already. It might be, but I I I like it on some YouTube video where they were, you know, kind of exposing Mencia as a joke thief. Uh, That was Rogan. Yeah, Rogan. Rogan was doing at the uh, Comedy Store, and Lopez. I guess Mencia had done like a 30 minute HBO special, maybe an hour. Something. And they counted 13 minutes or something of Lopez's material. So Lopez Damn. essentially grabbed him by the throat. Motherfucker, you know, and gruffed him. I don't know how bad it went backstage. But that stuff happens in the wrestling business all the time. You can't steal moves? Not really. You huh. know, and if, but there you go. Like if somebody does your move or your joke on TV, that's yeah. now their joke or move. You wow. know what I mean? So you're just screwed until you see the guy again. You know what I mean? I would like to switch into uh, wrestling manager. I'm tired of coming. I think you would do great as a wrestling manager. You need a, a megaphone. What do I need? Right? I need and something. A, and yeah. a mullet. You'd be fantastic. Does it pay well? 
Uh, if you work your way up, in the, if yeah. you're in the WWE, you, yeah. you could do pretty well. Is that right? Yeah, it'd be All great right. exposure for you. Shit, you're in. Are you, do you still have a house in Florida? No, no, I live. So you're, in, you're. I live in LA. That's what I figured. Valencia, LA. I call it. <laughs> Forty miles north of a career. If you're bouncing, because a lot of wrestlers, <laughs> a lot of wrestlers in Florida. But there is, yeah. yeah. All right, if I go there, I'll. Look into it. <laughs> I'd like to be a manager in wrestling. You could do both, couldn't you? Could you do both? Maybe not. The, the thing that might hold you back yeah. is you're huge. So no, no, no. I'm not that huge. Not compared to the wrestlers. Well, we, you're a big dude, man. I mean, well, whatever. I run in there like and go crazy. Six, I take like one shot. Yes, I get thrown over the rope. I don't that's care. The thing is, you're still physical. I know you yeah. can take a bump. Oh, it'd be two. fun. I'd love it. Yeah. Can this? But like one, bump? one bump, not a whole match. <laughs> Can this be the podcast where we all just become wrestling managers? Yeah. Like, this is my last podcast, <laughs> oh, yeah. and it's just I started my new career. I thought of that earlier, man. That would be, man. Kind of be a good job. It's really fun, because you're uh-huh. out there, you're in front of the And crowd. you don't have to get punched. Yeah, exactly. No. The last time I was, I was like, doing a lot of wrestling, uh, I was working with uh, Rikishi's company. You guys know Rikishi? I don't, know. Rikishi's part of that Samoan family dynasty and uh-huh. stuff. He's, like, uh, related to The Rock, you know. You'd know Rikishi if you saw him. He's, okay. like, big Samoan, bleach blonde hair. Okay. Anyway, he was doing a promotion called the Territory League. Yeah. And essentially, the wrestling was, like, team-based. Right? Uh-huh. So I was part of the Reno Scum. You know what I mean? <laughs> nice. Once we were all punk rockers. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, it was awesome. But uh, I was managing... And it was so much fun, man. Yeah. You know, you hit, the, hit the bad stung. guy or hit the good guy when the ref's not looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that shit. Yeah, the crowd's like... A little trip people up from behind the ropes. Yeah, yeah. It was so fun. That's what the manager does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I do it all day. Oh, yeah. Especially if you're a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Bad guys get to do all, get to do all the yeah. fun shit. It was fun because they let us be creative, do whatever we wanted. So I would be doing interviews like smoking cigarettes and right. stuff and blow it in the camera. <laughs> like, we don't even care. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Funny. Do you have any famous moves? Do you ever name any moves? Not really. You know, uh, I was working on like... Uh, the Drake. That could be a move. Sure, know? that's a move. I just lay down on you. That would be what it is <laughs> You just now. got Drake. Just, just got Drake. No, I think you'd bend over. You'd run. No, you'd run. You'd throw a guy into the ropes, run, and just nail him with your head in his stomach. Bang. Yeah. And then he'd do some kind of a spinning thing, look completely confused, and then flop around on the ring. Flop, flop. Like a delay reaction. Yeah, yeah, like a liver punch. He just hit me with his stomach, and then he feels it. No, 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 you no, you hit it. The guy with your head. Oh, yeah, Straight yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. Bang. His head sounds, my he goes over and flops around. Sounds like I would got, flop around forever. Oh, yeah. It'd be good. Sounds like we got ourselves a wrestling manager here. Yeah, I could do it. I know you could do oh, it. Oh, I'd love it, man. Yeah, you'd be great at it. I think you're coming out of retirement. All right. You got to wrestle. You do the wrestling. I would. See, you're you're way better physical shape than me. That'd be a great gimmick where, like, the manager does all the work. <laughs> the manager's always working out. He's always working <laughs> out. He hits the guy, and then he's like, pin him. And I just come over, and I pin the guy. Like, I'll be the That'd lazy, be I'll be the be lazy so wrestler. You know how you wheel me out in a wheelchair? <laughs> you're eating, you're eating like a football right. or And you're getting wheeled out. Yeah, Greg's behind me like, this is the greatest goddamn wrestler you've ever seen in your life. Has anybody... I'm going to kill the guy. You're smoking a cigarette. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is great. I love being an athlete. Has anybody... It's funny. 
Has anybody ever uh, been wheeled out like a Hannibal Lecter gurney? Oh, yeah. There was a guy, uh, Sabu, that used to come out like that. That's a good one. Sabu is an interesting uh-huh. guy, covered in scars from these death matches in Japan yeah. and stuff. And Yeah, he put on a Hannibal Lecter with that mask and they yeah. wheel him out. No, we'll wheel you out in a lazy boy. <laughs> yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool, like a cigarette, but right. all I do is good. Right. That'd be funny. Beer, you know? Yeah. Crowd's like, I want some of that beer, because... Stone Cold used to pour on them, and I'm like, nah, you're <laughs> no, not, you're not, not getting any of my Meister. I gotta have a bat. Oh, yeah. And when the ref Flower. turns his head, I like just nail the opponent over the head with a bat. You hit the ref, too. Just yeah, hit them both with a bat. <laughs> they go down, and then I, yeah, I yell, pit him, and you just flop on the guy. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of crawl. And then you get up after after we win, you go, I spilled my beer. <laughs> yeah, be good. We'll get you another one, Drake. Don't worry, we'll get you another one. <laughs> <laughs> good. Come out with nachos. It's hard to order a beer when you're in the Met. <laughs> so who's coming tonight? You say we got a couple prostitutes that are showing yeah, up tonight. A couple of my, uh, are you allowed uh, to talk about them in a friendly way so that Drake don't give a fuck, man? I don't give a fuck because they don't give a fuck, so he don't give a fuck because <laughs> it's your birthday. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so there's two people. people who work in the sex business. Do we call it? Are they in? The, are they currently working at the? Uh, Bunny Ranch? Yeah, I think so. All right. I think so. Great. But, uh, well, They've came out a lot over the last couple of years. Dennis Hoffs came out. When Dennis comes out, he always brings the limo. Now, who's Dennis? Dennis is the owner. Oh, okay. Dennis Hoff. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, if, you watch, uh, if you watch the TV show, you the shotgun. Yeah, you'd know He's that. one of the stars. Yeah. yeah. But, oh, this is the this is the actual ranch on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's great. So, but Dennis will load up the limo with like eight, nine chicks, you know, bring them all down here, and it's a freaking circus. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that sounds fun. I can't wait to meet meet them. No, he goes out with some of these girls, the owner? Sure. Mm-hmm. Right. Wherever he wants, right? Well, you know, it just kind of depends. He's reasonable. He's reasonable. Okay. And if they don't have to, like, party with him, you know? Right, right. The girls party. that take it serious and, like, look at it from, like, a sales perspective, they right. stay focused, they yeah. don't drink, they uh-huh. make a killing, man. Huh. There was one girl last year, named Alice Little, made over a million dollars. Damn, a million bucks. In what, a year? In about a year, yeah. I didn't make anywhere near that. I know. Right. And what, and what would you guys say about that? Greg, Greg uh, sent me this guy yelling and screaming about, like, everyone should be a millionaire. What's Dave Ramsey? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever watched that the, guy? The, the, no. the millionaire. If you're not a millionaire by the time you're 60. You are a loser. It's your own fault! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get 100 bucks from ages 30 to 70. Save 100 a month, he says. And you got, uh, you know, like 1.1 million. Huh. If you make 50K and you save 15% from 30 to 70, you have like 7.5 million. And if you don't? You are a loser. You're a loser. He goes crazy. It's great. Cappuccino breath. Yeah, it's great. He makes fun of people for drinking fancy coffees <laughs> and they ain't got no money in the bank. Yeah, yeah. I get it. it you know. Well, back I, to Alice Little. What was her name? <laughs> We should all have half a million in the bank. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, have you well, guys heard Steve Harvey's, like, thing for success? What's he say? What's Steve say? Start hosting Facebook. the family. Be on every show there ever was? Yeah, it was just something like, <laughs> all right, if you want to make a million dollars, first you got to work on that hundred, right? And then you, you got to work that job and you get a hundred. And then you yeah. just got to do that ten more times. Then you uh, got a thousand. Uh, and then when you get that thousand, you just mm-hmm. got to do that ten more times. You know, oh. you just did this. Yeah, we only I live. Never thought about trick. It. I yeah. know. This, I was like, "What the? F- we only live so long, though, man." It was a weird analogy. I already made a hundred. 
You made a hundred bucks. She's telling me I just got to do that ten more times. Ten more times. And then Four thousand. Ten more times. <laughs> mm-hmm. so what are you talking about, Steve? Yeah, my landlord wants all my money. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd save it. You know, uh, uh, I'm starting to mess around with this Bitcoin stuff. You guys familiar with Bitcoin? I know what it is. I'm a techie nerd, so I'm into stuff. It's a universal unit of money, right? So, yeah. And you yeah. can use it to bet on the McGregor fights. <laughs> I think you might be able to. Yeah, you can. But uh, it's like well, digital, you... digital currency. Yeah, okay. You know, there's uh and I'm not I'm not the best person to explain what it is. Right. But it's essentially like uh it's it's independent of, it's universal or, too, right? Yeah. Anybody I mean, can you, use you it. You have access to the internet or app on your phone you can use it, but, but um there's no gold to back it up or anything, right? Nothing. It's just like something we've agreed upon. Right. There's a fixed amount of Bitcoin. I wanna say right now one Bitcoin is worth like twenty five hundred American dollars. Oh. You know? Gee. So a buddy of mine turned me on to last year. I did some video work for him. Gave me a hundred bucks in Bitcoin, uh-huh. you know, and I just let it sit. And then a year later, it was like three hundred, mm. you know. So I took that out, uh, paid some bills, and then said the most Caucasian thing I've ever said in my life when I was talking to somebody. I was like, "Yeah, I just cashed in all my Bitcoin." <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, it's an interesting uh, thing to to invest in, you know. Yeah. So now I'm starting to like just put five bucks here, five bucks there. Uh-huh. Just let it grow. And a Bitcoin? Yeah. What's Dave Ramsey say about that? YouTube. Yeah. That. <laughs> I, I Googled Dave Ramsey. So what happened to the millionaire girl, little, uh, Sarah Little or whatever her name is? Alice Little. She's yeah. still out there. She's still working. Is she still working at the ranch? Yeah, yeah. With her million bucks? Well, she's... Uh, well, once you get a million, you got to get two million. Then uh, you do that ten more times. Then you do that ten more times. I heard times, Alice is, uh, She's trying to save up for like this... Pontoon boat. No. Uh, that'd be funny, though. Just, I'm out of the game, bitches! I got my pontoon my boat! boat. <laughs> Suck it. I'm out. She's looking to do a bed and breakfast. Yeah. That's like uh, sadomasto. Yeah, okay. Uh-huh, right, right. right. So you shit, get shit beat out of you. Get kicked out of you, then you get some eggs. cages, and then you get a nice bed. And you take a nap. And get waffles in the morning or something. Oh, man. She told me about sometimes these guys come in, and they want to be... Financially dominated. Okay. Have you ever heard of that? Like I've heard. That happens to me all the time. Though. <laughs> Every day, right? So what, what happens? They just—they're super <laughs> rich. <laughs> they're super rich. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah. And like, you take their wallet. They don't drink cappuccinos. Yeah, pretty much. They saved up their money. <laughs> Every time they want you to do something, you just double it. Like, now nah, it's going to be twenty grand. Are they not going on door? I think so. All right. Should we pause or should we no, invite no, no, no. him back? This is good live invite action. Invite him into the pod. This is live man. action. She wants to know if you didn't put your you didn't put your thing. The, thing, the, the thing fell thing, off the, the door. The thing was oh, there. Okay. We're all set. Thank you very much. Is that the dildo? Is it here? That's so embarrassing, Drake. I can't believe you did that to really? <laughs> so She's so happy she didn't have to clean the room. Oh, yeah. She give a five. Oh, yeah. I leave my room a fucking pigsty. Yeah, well. You until, do? Until, yeah, I'm... Disgusting. You guys do turnover service every day. I never fuck with it. I don't like anybody in no, there. No, right. Because right. I'm like you. I got a laptop and shit. And I, yeah, I, I someone steals board. this laptop. I'm done, I'm dude. In trouble. I'm homeless. It's fucking 15 years old. <laughs> I was wondering about that. <laughs> that it's like, is that? Look at that thing. <laughs> they don't even go all the way up. You wouldn't be able to see the image. Oh, really? Yeah, donate to, uh, to fullcharge.com. <laughs> I need a new laptop. Yeah, yeah, he does. So this evening, we got. Two prostitutes showing up. <laughs> yeah. One's bringing a date. I don't like that. Yeah. The other one, what's her story? Uh, She's just showing up with the other... 
two? Yeah. Like a third wheel, or the guy's got two dates. This is some madman laying out <laughs> like four grand or something. I don't. I don't think he. Let's get to the bottom actually, of it. I think he's just actually a friend. Friends. Yeah. These are friends to see a friend. Pretty much. Yeah. All right. Friends with paid benefits. Don't we want to call uh, the main man and have him bring the limo out? Turn it into a circus well, at the final night here? Short notice, he won't come. He's got to have, like, a week notice. Why? I, I sent an email to the lady that handles all the Netflix specials when I was going to go on stage in, like, three hours. I said, why don't you come by the Comedy Magic Club yeah. and watch me, and then we'll do a Netflix special. Right. Tonight. Yeah. Let's <laughs> take that ten-minute spot. We don't need no camera angles. We don't need no editing. Sensible. This is the new style. Well, Dennis is all over the place. He's into politics and stuff. He is? Uh, yeah, he's going back and forth between northern and southern Nevada. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah. Plus he's got... Stuff. What's his major issue? What's his main concern? He's a libertarian. Okay, but I mean, what's his main... He's, he's got a main... Yeah, prostitution, mm-hmm. legal... Pro- more, well, more legalization, so you're going to open up more shops? He's definitely, like, about more legalization. Uh-huh. You know? And he spoke... He's an interesting guy. Uh-huh. He's got a great book out, you know, about his rise in the business and stuff. But he spoke mm-hmm. at Oxford about prostitution and stuff. Yeah. About legalizing it, the mm-hmm. benefits of it. And, right. You know, how it would uh, alleviate the sex trade in a lot of ways. And, I see the illegal sex trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll take a lot of tension out of everyday life. Oh, yeah. Which I think translates into less shootings. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> if you can I mean, just party. Oh, yeah. In countries in Japan, and there's other countries out there, it's completely legal. Mm-hmm. You go to a brothel and stuff. And, yeah. You know? you got to get the healthcare thing fixed like first. Because aren't a lot of guys, don't, don't you got to go from, like, the brothel into the clinic? No. They, <laughs> <that's funny. Okay. laughs> just being rude. I'm just like, being rude. Don't you have to go to I'm being a rube. <laughs> like you take your punch card to the ER. Like, something. Yeah, something. Gotta, how nude is your uh, blood test need to be? <laughs> yeah, these are thousands. <laughs> these girls are going through thousands of guys. I would say thousands, but hundreds. Uh, maybe. But once hundreds. you get that first hundred, hey, what if they've been listening to Steve Harvey? That's true. You, you do that hundred. They immediately get you a Got thousands. Four times. Nine more times. Thousands. Now, these girls are uh, they're tested like porn stars. So uh-huh. when a physician comes so like out once every two years. <laughs> they look for the hiv. They look for the hiv. <laughs> yeah, that's what they're looking for. Right? Well, they check well, you don't for want everything. That. You know, they check for uh, gonorrhea and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's never been a case of a girl transmitting a STD to a client. Well, that's good. 20, 30 years since Dennis has owned it. Now, sometimes they'll pop dirty, right? Like they'll go out of town and yeah. not wear a condom, have some fun. But when that happens, then they, they can't work. they got to go get cleared out, you know? Yeah. If it's one of the bad ones. That doesn't clear you're out. Done. You're retired. You're retired. You don't get to do it nine more times. No, there's no you coming stick back with that from. 100. There's no coming back from the herps. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, but it's an interesting life, man. Hmm. I bring comics out there sometimes. You know, I was really busy with you guys this week, but. Well, you got the offer at what, like one a.m. Yeah, the other night they were like, Drake, just get out here, come have some fun. We're buying drinks, and then by that time, yeah, you guys were. All in, in your you pajamas your, and, and you stuff. smoked your green crack. I did. Don't lie. Oh, I was in, my, un- I, yeah, I was in my underwear at that point. Yeah. But, you know, fuck that. Now, what is that? That's up. That's upper pot. It's yeah, sativa. yeah. It's a sativa. But you're still going to sleep. It, it. I mean, it knocks me out. It does knock you out. Okay. It's just less knocker and knocky outy than like a indica. That's just made for you to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah. Sativa, you can, you can. Balance your check checkbook for a minute. Okay, and then you fall asleep. Yeah. I like to write. 
Yeah. When I'm uh, high on sativa, man, mm-hmm. I can just write for hours. Huh. You know. I've never written for hours. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not in a row. Yeah. Not me either. <laughs> Not, Not in a row. i got to get up and walk around a little bit. It's a that, minute at a time kind of ordeal. Is that your joke where, you're, where you say... Uh, you're a comedian and you look in the mirror and you're working on your bit and you're like, lunch! Yeah, lunchtime. Lunch that cracks me up. Yeah, yeah. Don't, get, don't want to get too funny. It's hard for me to hold still. It's lunchtime. It is hard. It's hard, it's man. But it, it, if we did, it pays so well. I know. You know what I mean? You got to force yourself. I mean, I'm not saying I do. I do force myself. Yeah. But I, don't, I usually don't get that far. I don't know what to do with the shit I wrote. I don't know when to try it. You got to memorize it. You I have trouble it. memorizing. You gotta practice it. I got a whole other act. It's not memorized. I know. <laughs> so I do the one that I have memorized. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Well, you guys are at a different point in your careers where, like, you're working. So, you know, like, why would you necessarily need to try a lot of newer stuff when you've already got the gig? Because the you think. Is, because yeah, go ahead. Full well, I just say the truth is, no one knows my jokes. So I could do a bunch of new ones that aren't that funny. Right. Or I could do the ones that work and get the laughs. Now, if people, if I do become some sort of popular, uh-huh. then you better change that shit up. Yeah. Because I don't want to see it twice. Mm-hmm. And what? that's going to be a fucking hell of a month getting that material yeah. together. See, I've heard that a lot where yeah. guys will use the same name or close to the same. The first album. To, right. And then you get that special. You get that mm-hmm. album, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I think like, I think special. Yeah, where they see it and everything. Right, yeah, and then you know they want it was good. They want another one. You got six months to write another fucking hour that you've been doing. For I'm ready years. to go. I got another one. I got my my album came out last year, and I'm gonna have a greatest hits same album, different picture. <laughs> <laughs> two albums. Yeah, for the price of two, it's coming out. <laughs> yeah, two titles. That's funny. Yeah, so so thirty, you get out of wrestling. You just get out of the videoing. Well, the I, but you're still a video expert, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're in LA. Yeah, no, I could I, use you up. I yeah. could call you up and say, "Hey, man, can we do this and that." Yeah, and, and give you a video and say, well, "Can we chop this?" Yeah, and put this? yeah, I'm good with all. You this could stuff. do that, right? Yeah, yeah. You're the man. I need just uh, info. I'm a fucking genius. Uh, I mean, if great. you feel like doing it, you feel like doing that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great because I usually know exactly what I want. Bump, 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 bump. You know, he lives in Orange County. You live in Valencia. Orange County, you guys. You're in Orange County. You guys are gonna get a lot of famous. I, I, I drive Lyft, so I'm all over the place. You know, oh, what I mean? yeah. But you give me a day or two notice, I'll get up there. So, thir- to so answer your question, 30, after uh, yeah, yeah but about thirty, uh, so I get a job from wrestling. This yeah. guy uh-huh. that I used to help train as a wrestler right. is a uh, morning producer at this TV station. It's my home station. Like I grew up watching this station. There's a job for a video editor. Right? Mm-hmm. So I was editing the morning news okay. for, for two years. Man, you know how to do this stuff. Yeah, it was awesome. And it was funny because I was the only like non-journalist working there. Uh-huh. And I would show up to work like this, just yeah. t-shirts, yeah. short. Everybody else is in yeah. suits yeah. and shit. Yeah. And I got my earrings pierced and, yeah. you know. And I'd be in these meetings sometimes with these 30-year journalists, you know. Mm-hmm. And I knew not to say much because I'm an idiot. But every once in a while... probably smarter help. than they are, to be honest with you. Well, with the technical stuff, yeah. I'd help them with all... And, I'm, you know, you pick up journalism and credibility mm-hmm. and whatnot. Uh, but every once in a while, during a meeting or something, they'd all turn, what do you think, Drake? And I'm like, I, I'm not a journalist. I'm an idiot. You know what I mean? Like, what are you asking me for? And they're like, Drake's right. He is an idiot. 
<laughs> but from that, you know, man, when you're working the news, you get a lot of material. You get a lot of, you get access to these funny stories. You uh-huh. know? Like I read about it, or not read, but we covered a story one time. This guy in Fresno who killed a home intruder, right? Yeah. That happens all the time in America, sure. right? This guy killed him with a samurai sword. Nice. Like that yeah. was his method of home defense, you know? Send a message. Yeah, and he was this white guy, but they show up to interview him. And he's like all Japanese out, you know. Yeah. I don't know if that's how you say. No, we don't. Sure. But he's like a white guy, but he's got like a kimono on and like, like, that, like Japanese. He's not a Japanese guy. No, he's a white guy. All right, but he likes the culture. How, yeah, he likes the culture. He's, he's a fan, in like like Fresno or something. Yeah, but you can hear all kinds of weird stories like that, and like I used to just you know. Did he get in trouble? I don't think so. He must have been so it. happy when that guy broke in. Oh, yeah. He was like, oh, great. I get to use this sword. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, Maybe Japanese movies, this guy's soft. And he killed the guy. Like, you know what? Yeah, he killed him. He chopped his head off? Yeah. Just, I don't know if he chopped his head I think he just stabbed him. Uh, and he was like, ah, I better call the cops. Uh, but there was all kinds of weird stories like that. I found that there was another story where these two brothers in Florida got busted for drugs, right? And they're right. back in a squad car. They both got handcuffed. One guy's got like a big ball of cocaine up his ass. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> Why wouldn't he? Yeah. So the other brother maneuvers it out of his ass uh-huh. and he eats the cocaine. All right. And then a couple hours later, that guy dies. Sure. And they get this all on camera. You know what I mean? And uh, so it's like he tried to save his brother from probably life in prison and ends up killing himself. Jeez. You know what I mean? There's all kinds of weird That's stories. That's a good bit. Yeah, Every day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Coke kills you if you eat it, huh? Yeah. Huh. I think a bunch of it. Well, it was yeah, like, you have a heart attack. I don't know much about it. Yeah. It yeah. makes your yeah. heart go really fast. Good at two shoes. So. I quit <laughs> drinking coffee this week. Yeah. So I had two days with a headache. It's a good story. Are you out Back of Back to the hookers. Yeah, I didn't pass it. I'm good. Good. Yeah, yeah. No uh, air and uh, no caffeine. A rough week for me, Drake. <laughs> so you working at the news place. Yeah. So that's okay. for how long? For about two years. And he does every job for two years, man. Pretty much, yeah. That's okay. all. Right. And I get bored. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's when I started going open mics and stuff. Okay, and that was here in Reno? Yeah, and it was brutal because my schedule because was... Because it was stand-up comedy. Yeah, that too. <laughs> but uh, my my working schedule was 2 a.m. to 11 a.m. Yeah. It's like the worst schedule ever. You know? Absolutely. It's terrible. Yeah. So I'd have to... If I did an open mic, I'd have to be at work in a couple hours, and I was yeah. just so tired, you know. I had I had a job like that for a while, working from like twelve a.m. to eight a.m. or nine a.m. Yeah, and you just you never get used to it. No, your body chemistry gets off. The rest of the world's rotating, and you're at a different. You know, people want to hang out on the weekends, and you're like, I can't. No, dude, you can't. Your sleep schedule's off, yeah. and you're screwed for Monday. Tom's what about my boss? Oh yeah, this is like in two thousand four. What okay. kind of gig was? What were you doing? You just—it was for—it was logging videotape from a reality show, and it was the fake. Um, what was Trump show called? The Apprentice. Yeah, it was a fake version of that. <laughs> it was like a joke on the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I'm not really a millionaire. At the end of it, <laughs> you know, that's shit. terrible. That type uh, of thing. Oh man, I would snap if that happened to me. Yeah, well. What were the hours of the bunny ranch when you worked there? It was full time, nine to five. Nine to five. Yeah. All right. Of course, I would put in overtime. If you know what I mean. Sure. That was it was a what fun job, man. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> no, it was cool, man. We used to do, uh, live stream the pool parties and stuff. They got a pool? They got a pool? Yeah, up there? it's it's awesome. They got a ping pong table? Yeah, they do. Actually. I'm not going stuff. <laughs> so, how did you get from you, the news? 
then open mics, and then you ended up at the Bunny Ranch after that? No, I, I started, right. uh, well, there's a couple of shitty jobs in between. Yeah. I start, uh, I leave the TV station, and I start managing uh, Catch Rising Star. Oh, that's right. Come on. Yeah, he managed the club for a while. Yeah. This one, Did you in? ever play this club like no. 10 years ago? No. They have a, a piano player up there. I don't like that. Singing, <laughs> singing songs. Oh, yeah. The audience is loving it. Right. he's singing like really popular songs like Elton John and stuff. Right. They're going crazy. All right, everybody. Fun's over. Your first comedian, Matt Fulcheron. Yeah. And then I had to go up and do a half an hour cold <laughs> after all they want is to sing Kenny Rogers songs. Oh, yeah. Does he, is the piano player gone or does he sit up there? No, he's him? gone. Good. Yeah. He's happy as hell. Everyone loves him. In Nashville, they used to have you go on stage and the piano guy was keep playing during your act. Yeah. Oh, He'd add piano, like, accents Punch to your jokes and, and stuff. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. Really? Yeah. Oh, they pretended like it was good. It was never a good no. idea. No. I'm yeah, they, they they did Gary Raffinelli. He was the main piano guy. And yeah, this guy Steve Sand, who was, he was a great musician. He played all kinds of instruments mm-hmm. and stuff. And he knew like a million songs, and he would always close out his little set with uh, "Devil Goes Down to Georgia." Uh huh. You know, and uh, and he played all the instruments. Yeah, yeah. And he, he played a fiddle, devil mask, and stuff. Yeah, and he was really good. And then you had to go back to that. Yeah, Jesus that. Like, Christ, Please welcome. But you could, but you liked it. You could handle that. I could handle. You'd be good with that. Mm-hmm. I put him up after the piano. Yeah, yeah. sure. And that, that taught me real quick. You know, yeah. uh, you had to I was always How to be entertained. <laughs> and just attack the stage. And I get yeah, that yeah, from yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Just attack, attack the ring. Get in there and, and have some fun. And uh, But yeah, I, I learned. I, had, I went to like comedy college right away because I was on the, you know, managing a club mm-hmm. a year in, working with a different headliner every week. From, uh-huh. Right. All over the country. So making, you can see how everyone does Yeah, different show. styles, you know. High paced, dirty, whatever, you know, female comics, Asian comics, you know how they are. <laughs> but, you know, all, all kinds of different people. Did you, you, know, did, awesome. you did you open every week? For, for the most part, yeah. That's wow. good. For a year, yeah. Oh, was yeah. the owner, I'd have you do that. Yeah. But every once in a while, like, I'd give up my spot to somebody, uh, or I'd go, I'd do like a triple gig or something. Oh, yeah. And, like Winnemucca, you know. And, yeah, I know all about like, triple gigs. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, did you ever do one, Greg? Not, never, not one. Yeah, okay, good for you. Good for I, did, you. I did Yoder and Creative and other stuff. There you go. It's Florida stuff. Yeah. Okay. Coconuts. Yeah, man. <laughs> Tom Sobel. Paid your dues, man. Yeah, I know. Come on. Triple will make you tough, though. Oh, it'll make, yeah. make you all kinds of things. It'll make you drunk. Oh, yeah. Oh, make yeah. You bad. No, I'm just kidding. I mean, those, I, did, I did a lot of those games. Oh, yeah. David, have you ever met David Tribble? Never met him. Talked I, him I've met phone. him twice. He's a, he's a good dude. Yeah. yeah. He surprised me one time at a show up at uh, Joker's is his baby up there. Yeah. In, in Washington. Kirkland? Kirkland, yeah. So he shows up and. Uh, or is it Richland? Richland, that's what That's the thing. I went up on stage in Richland. I was like, yo, yeah. what's up, Kirk? <laughs> and everyone was like, fuck you. I still have 59 minutes to do. Oh, my God. It was awful, man. Fucked yourself right It was right awful. And I was like, oh, my God, we got to get past this. <laughs> <laughs> I know I fucked up. Come on, man. I'm out of town. Give me a goddamn break. Good. Just blame the lead up there. And then when I got uh, when I got off stage, I don't know if it was related, but my poster had like a big loogie all over it. <laughs> Come on. So oh, that's funny. He faced my poster. I still have it. That's Oh, yeah, I'd keep that. I think they spelled my name wrong, too. <laughs> that's a good gig. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I like when you show up to the gig and you're headlining and they don't recognize you. That's when you know they give a fuck. Mm-hmm. They have no clue. I'm Matt. I'm the comedian. Yeah. 
That happened to me at a casino one time. I was going with uh, Huck Flynn. You guys know Huck? I don't know Huck. Mm-hmm. You don't know Huck? No. And we're doing some little small casino. And uh, I had, left, for some reason, left my wallet in the hotel room. And they were, like, carting us at the door to get in. Of course, Huck's, like, 65, 70. Yeah, right. He got right in. Yeah. And I have this young baby face, so they carted me. Anyway, I didn't have my wallet. But I was like, hey, I'm on the poster right there. Yeah. You know? And she didn't want to take that at first. Like, she had to call a manager over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm performing here tonight. Mm-hmm. You know? Some yeah, people dude. are real hardcore about their jobs, man. Well, Fucking relax. That's all they have not, to do. I'm not sneaking heroin on a plane here. <laughs> so these girls are showing up tonight. Or <laughs> yeah, yeah. They are, uh, this. How long have they been working at the ranch? Uh, a couple of years. What, what should we know about them? They're gorgeous. They're beautiful yeah. girls. We know they're clean. You'll know either clean. You'll know right away that uh, they're friends of mine. Nice. As soon as you see him, like, oh, yeah, that's Drake's friend. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, and you don't know the guy so well. No, I don't know him at all. Okay, you never he's met just him. A friend of the girls. So. Okay, but if they're friends with him, he's probably cool. Yeah, I would imagine. Why? Or a douchebag? You never know. Mm. <laughs> he's gonna be cool. I'm sure he is. Yeah. Customer, do you think out there? I don't. Think guys so. gonna be a customer? No, she told me that she that dude's just a friend. So. Uh huh. She was like, "Don't." Mention the bunny ranch to me. Like, oh, oh, really? We're not, to, we're not supposed to mention that. So this guy doesn't know that she's at the bunny ranch. I think you said I that earlier. Think so yeah. Okay. But I don't. I was telling man, I don't understand how you not. You don't know. Because I don't think I could pick a hooker out of a, a lineup. Maybe I'm just desensitized to it now. I you know for a fact yeah. she's a mile away. So and I, I shouldn't use the word hooker, right? Well, they're they're. You know. <laughs> They're cool with hooker. Whore. They like whore. They don't right? like whore at all. But <laughs> they like hooker? They don't, they don't necessarily like... <laughs> they like prostitute? They like, they like working girl. Working girl. Working girl. Yeah. All right. I ain't gonna bring it up at all. Well, I don't bring it up. We're not supposed to bring yeah. it up. I say hello. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> hello. That's How you doing? <laughs> yeah, then I play defense. How you doing? Right. That's it. I had one girl... I don't know uh, what to say. One of the girls Talk from the ranch hard. came out about a month ago. Talking's hard. Yeah. <laughs> and she was introducing herself by showing her pussy. She what? Was, Where? Hey, Where's this? Where this Wait was a minute. At, at the club. The club down here? About a month ago, yeah. And so what do you do? You got to show your dick after that? What? No, no. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. At this club here in Reno? Well, maybe I shouldn't say that. Wait a no, minute, I'm just saying, at the comedy club? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's a comedian? <laughs> no. She's a hooker. Oh, oh, oh. She was introducing herself to everybody. Oh. By showing her. Oh, I thought this was a comic. Had a, had a wild opener. Yeah. <laughs> Not even her clothes. That's a wild opener wow. right there. That's better than someone playing the piano, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Did you ever what? interact with Gary? I'll tell you a quick Gary. story. Who's Gary? Gary Raffinelli, the guy that played the piano. Not much this, interaction. This guy was a huge douchebag. Okay. So I would be too if yeah. like everyone loved me that much. So he They loved him. They right? loved him. Yeah. But they I loved him. He's one of these guys like I wish falls on his face because huh. he's not he's not very talented. Huh. He, uh, he he does that ABBA tribute band, right? Yeah. Makes a lot of money doing that. Uh-huh. Right. And he he has these parties at his house. Right? Okay. He's got a lot of money and stuff. He hosts these parties. And uh he does that thing where like he'll uncover the piano. Yeah, he'll want to play it, and then he'll act like somebody says, "Ah, oh, you should play." All right, I'll play. <laughs> anyway, so one of his, uh, they were the band, his Abbott Abbott tribute band was in the club one night, and one of the gals saw my act, 
And she was like, you know, you're really funny, but I've heard all your jokes before. So what are you oh. talking about? She goes, yeah, Gary does all all those jokes at his house parties. Dude. And I was like, you douchebag pile of shit. Uh-huh. Not only, like, is your whole life impersonating someone right. else's band. Yeah. You're taking my shitty jokes and passing them off. He as finally your... has a chance to cover jokes. <laughs> yeah. And people don't know where they came from. Exactly. And then he's using my... Oh, I was so mad when I heard that. It's like, you're a pile of shit. A lot of people don't know you're not allowed to steal jokes. He's got to know. He's got to know. He knows. <laughs> he's at his house party going, talk to me, Goose. <laughs> he did all my shit. That, that's that's the best said. joke, man. That's the best <laughs> joke. Don't lose that joke. Thank you. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. It's a great oh, joke. Thank you. All right, well, I think that's going to do it for us. Wrap us do, up, do, man. Do you want to plug anything at all? Uh, website, fullnelson.tv. To nice. To wrestling movies. Nice. Twitter uh, Facebook, anything? Twitter. Twitter is uh, Cannibal Drake. Damn, kept, he's sticking to I it. Kept yeah, my yeah, yeah, yeah. Twitter. Like uh, YouTube channel is uh, Drake Nelson Comedy. Check it out. Doing like blogging and all kinds of editing and right stuff. On. So. Cool. That's about it. Yeah. Greg, you want to say anything to the people? Morty's in Indianapolis coming up in a couple weeks. Gonna go bananas. All right, good. My opening act's dangerous. Is that his name? No, that girl. <laughs> uh, Mara. Oh, Mara. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'll be at the Tampa Improv on September 13th. You better come out. Yeah. Peace. Thanks for coming to the podcast, guys. This All right. Is a yeah. lot of fun. Thanks for having me. Later. What about the buffet? Let's go to the buffet right now. <laughs> you going round two on the buffet? Oh, yeah, we do two buffets before the show. <laughs>